Welcome to the Worship Leader Essentials podcast, brought to you by Worship Catalyst. Worship Catalyst is a nonprofit ministry built to help people find and worship Jesus by mentoring and training worship leaders and their teams. This podcast is part of that mission. In the next few minutes, it is our goal to help you do more with less. For more information and resources or to connect with us, please visit worshipcatalyst.com. We're so glad you're here today. Let's learn together. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome again to the Worship Leader Essentials Podcast. Austin Ryan here, as always, your host, and uh, excited to be able to uh, come in this podcast and help you do more with less. In fact, what we're talking about today is 100% free with 100% increase in value of you as a worship leader, as a pastor, as a communicator, because I have Michelle Mendoza with us today. How's it going, Michelle? Hey, thanks for having me. Michelle is with this awesome ministry or business called Find Your Voice, and my wife Cammie and I met her uh, just a few weeks ago at a conference in Seattle, Northwest Ministry Conference. I was leading a few classes, and we were talking to a bunch of leaders up there and uh, met Michelle. She came over and had a great conversation and immediately uh, started talking about communication and how we can be better communicators, and she has this really simple but profound four words that that are biblical and are amazing and will help us communicate with our audiences better, whether that be at band practice, whether that be to your staff that you lead, whether that be to the congregation as you lead worship, whether that be to your family or anybody else you're talking to for that matter. And so um, I want to ask Michelle if she'd be willing to uh, be on the podcast and just share those with all of us uh, so that we can all get smarter. So uh, before we get into that, though, Michelle, why don't you just kind of let us know who you are, what you do, and uh, that way we'll have some more context for this conversation. Sure, Austin. I was so glad to meet you and Cami at the conference. Uh, such beautiful people. You just were one of the highlights of the conference for me, just meeting you and talking with you face to face. Wow, you must I not have talked a- to very many people. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, uh, I am a longtime communicator. So I've been a, a radio t- and television talk show host for mm-hmm. decades. Uh, radio UK, nationally syndicated. I've been on stage and screen. And I have been a worship leader as well. So in the music industry, I've, I've worked a bit. So in, in my experience, I've realized that in this time of history, There is such crazy things going on out there. Every single one of us, every every person called by God has an important message that can reach a certain audience. I can connect with people that you can't and and vice versa. Every one of us has those incredible messages. But we're stifled sometimes because we don't know the most effective way to get it out. And that's really where Find Your Voice was birthed from, trying to empower people and equip people with the essential things that they need to superpower their voice and make a difference in this world. I love that so much. All right, so you've got a pretty good audience here for that, because every single person that listens to this podcast is a communicator. Right. And um, mostly they communicate to crowds, you know, whether that be 10 people or a thousand people or more or whatever. And so help us out. How do we go from being good communicators to being awesome communicators who really connect with their audience? Well, I'm going to share with you four things that every message needs. But first, the real important thing is knowing that the Bible says that we're his workmanship, right? Mm. If we're God's workmanship, 
God doesn't make junk, right? We're Hmm. like a magnum opus of all the incredible things on the planet that you can see. We're the thing that God treasures the most. Uh, And as such, we're created as this masterpiece. All the things that have made up our lives, all the things that made up Austin, you know, your background, your parents, your ego or or DNA makeup, your experiences, all of those things have formed you in such a way that people can relate. A certain group of people out there can really relate to you. You have even been endowed with a superpower of communication, a certain kind of superpower. All of us have one of these four superpowers, and they are necessary to reach an audience. And those things are information. That's like the the news. The, the information is yeah. the facts and figures. Inspiration. That's a, here's what you got to do. I believe in you. Let's go. The entertainment, which is the imagination. You're uh, grabbing someone by uh, what they can see in their head. And then the engagement. And that's that emotive connection. Those things are so important, Austin, that the four gospels were written, each one in one of those communication styles. That's amazing. Do you want to unpack these? Because I would like to hear more. So yeah, yeah. Let's. What? Where do you want to start? You want to start in information? Yeah. Let's let's talk with information. We'll talk about how these work into the gospels. Right. So the death, the life, death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. So important that God wrote it in in mm-hmm. these communication styles to reach each one of us because we can relate mostly to one of these. And so information, Matthew, the book of Matthew was written in an information communication style. How? Well, it was written to the Jews, the Jews who knew the law, they knew the Old Testament, and so it was written out kind of chronologically, logically, to reach that logical thinker, the information communication style. The book of Mark was written in the inspiration communication style. Right. The book of Mark was written to the Romans, and the Romans were the go-getters of that time period. It has the word power written in it more than any other book of the Bible, and it, mm. it has a lot of action in it. So it's kind of the action gospel, the book of Mark. Then you have Luke, who wrote to the Greeks. The Greeks were known for poetry and literature and uh, plays. And so his gospel is written almost like a movie script. It's more entertaining. And then finally, you have the book of John, which, you know, he referred to himself as the apostle that Jesus loved. It's all about engagement. It's about Mm -hmm. God engaging with man and vice versa. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. That's engagement with God. Those four communication styles written into the Gospels. And Austin, uh, all of those communication styles are important. Uh, Each one of us has one. But Mm -hmm. as we minister, we need to use all of them, to really reach an audience. Uh, We all know that when you are standing in front of someone and if you're giving any kind of message, 
people will retain about 10% of what's, what's been said. That's yeah. not a lot. No. But if you use these four communication styles, if you infuse your message with these superpowers, if you will, the retention level exponentially increases because you're reaching them on the brain level, the fact level, the emotion level, the imagination level, and the heart level. So getting all of these things together really empowers your message. So as a worship leader, let's just focus on that for just a minute. There, you know, we're leading songs, we're saying things between songs. We, we're not unpacking 30 minutes or, or 50 minutes or whatever a sermon would be. We have like two minutes <laughs> to unpack yeah. something. And I think that, I think as most worship leaders, we kind of either lean towards information in those two minutes, like, here's what this is about, here's what the song means, here's what the Bible says about it, whatever. Or I think we kind of lean into inspiration, probably, where it's like, um, hey, we can, look how good God is, we can do this, praise God, whatever, you know, we've got whatever the phrases are you might use. And, And it seems like, as worship leaders, we don't, we'd certainly shy away from entertainment and maybe don't know how to do the engagement. So since you have like a worship ministry and performing, singing background and all that kind of stuff, like how would you recommend that we think about that from a from a perspective of communicating to a crowd from a worship leader, especially on the entertainment and on the engagement one? Sure. So it doesn't really matter if your message is two minutes long or you're giving a 30-minute message. These elements can be infused. And, and here's how. If you're thinking of, of uh, pure and just entertainment, we don't want to just be there giving a rock concert, you know, for Jesus, right? We, we're hmm. there to get before his throne and to worship him. But when we do that, we have beautiful music. You know, if, you're, if your music is off-tune and your singers are, are clashing, it's a distraction. But if it's beautiful and, uh, and uh, melodic, there's mm-hmm. that entertainment factor. There's yeah. other things we do when we're speaking to infuse kind of a, an entertainment or to connect with someone's imagination. And we use mm-hmm. metaphors. Uh, worshiping mm-hmm. is like standing on top of a mountain, breathing in clean air and seeing all of God's creation in front of you. Yeah, you, know, yeah. you can create those kind of Im- imaginative things in the mind that gets people from the state that they're at to a place where they're before God's throne, because mm-hmm. we are dealing with people with real life situations heartbreaking situations. They come in with their church face on, but behind that mask is a lot of hurt, a lot of pain, and a lot of questions. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. we want to take them from that place and, and sweep them away to, you know, even imagining being before the throne room of God. We have access through Jesus Christ. That is... Uh, it's not so much that we're just there to you know be a stand-up comic and you know just entertain. The entertainment factor is so much more. It's creating a, a connection with your imagination to get 
your 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 thoughts every thought captive to the obedience of christ Mm -hmm. rather than my thoughts being on how life stinks and how i'm worried about my children and my finances and such i want my imagination everything to be captive to the obedience of christ so that's one way that we engage on the entertainment level yeah you know the the thing i like about what you're saying right there is it i think the thing that's a that we fear on entertainment is that there's nothing going to be behind it. Ah. But what I hear you saying is that the entertainment is a tool to get to help people get to a place where they can more focus on God. Sure. Think of it this way. Information. We're all about information. What does the Bible say? Right. The Bible says this, 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 this. But if you're just giving out scriptures without connecting, like using that emotive engagement connection, or... or if people can't relate to it because they can't imagine it, it it doesn't make sense to that, then all it is is a bunch of words. That's why each one of these entertainment, engagement, information, inspiration are so important because Mm -hmm. it, it, it completes your message. Information can get dry and I can sit and listen to an informative sermon, but if I'm just spacing out thinking about my shopping list and what I'm going to have for lunch after church, then really the message was ineffective. Mm. So when we're thinking about entertainment, so there's that aspect you said of, you know, getting people to use their imagination and kind of, you know, get beyond the moment or whatever and whatever it is. To me, entertainment also could be funny. Yes. Or in some way, attention grabbing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Telling stories. You know, that's that's the, uh, we live through stories. Our entire history has been communicated through stories, whether it was, it used to be auditory through, uh, around the campfire, we would tell the history of our, of our people. Uh, today, it is a little more visual. And that's why the entertainment factor is important because we become a visual society. So if you can tell stories and engage with people's thoughts, their their imagination, create a story in their head, you've engaged with that visual part that we really are learning from. And I'll tell you what, Hollywood can put out billion dollars worth of entertainment and special effects and the things they can do with AI is crazy, but still it cannot compare to what you can engage with, with just words, because people's imaginations, Mm. God's created us in such a way that we can imagine outlandish things and it doesn't cost a, a dime. And you do that by by funny things and by by short stories, uh, by creating, um, as I said, a, a a place where you can imagine if you are yeah. worshiping, being before the throne room of God, even, or vis- imagine even what visuals, it- maybe something that you can visuals. see, right? Yes, yeah, yeah exactly. Y- you know, I think church services have gone from uh, Michelle; they've gone from a place through the centuries where the greatest art and the greatest music and the greatest theater and everything like was rooted in this faith and even performed in the church down to a point where it's like, okay, four songs and a sermon. That's our, that's our offering. You know what I mean? It's like, we've, we've shrunk this down to such a simple formula that 
it's kind of frustrating to me because it kind of doesn't paint a very beautiful picture of who God is that right. we would do the same thing week after week and not not make it the, the least entertaining. I think we're afraid. I think in, in some ways, afraid of mimicking the world or bringing too much of the world because the world lives through especially entertainment. We must be mm-hmm. entertained. And so we've kind of surrendered it like we've surrendered a lot of our society over, well, that's just the world. But really, mm-hmm. as you mentioned, some of the most beautiful paintings, some of the most mm-hmm. interesting uh, scientific discoveries, some of the most fascinating uh, pieces of literature, all of those have come from the world of faith. Yeah. And that's how God created us. And there's nothing wrong with taking those back in balance with the scripture, of course. We want to be scripturally balanced. Uh, I'll give you an example. Um, I'm part Hawaiian, and in Hawaii, in many churches, they have hula groups. And yep. so they'll have they'll have people who will dance hula. Now they're not wearing, and I don't want to offend anyone, but they're not wearing coconut bras and grass skirts. You know, it's nothing that is showing a lot of skin and sensual in any way at all, because that would be leaning towards the world. But they're 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 very appropriately dressed, and they're very culturally correct, and they're using their culture in an an art form to tell stories with their hands to music because that's their culture. And it is absolutely inspiring and beautiful and lovely. And they'll include that much like we include special music or someone doing a solo during a church service. It is a beautiful thing. It is entertaining. And it is done within the the um within being reined in through the scriptures. Yeah. Scripturally appropriate. Right. Yeah. No, we've done a lot of work in Hawaii and seen and seen that and seen it done in a beautiful right? uh, intriguing way. The uh, we there was a church where uh we had we decided to introduce dance in a church where we used to lead uh, as creative arts pastor leader and so they had this girl who was an amazing dancer and stuff, and so she got together with a few other people, and they came and they did their first their first dance, which to me was needing to be interpretive of lyric and all that kind of stuff. But instead, it was a little bit more focused on the movements themselves rather than how the movements pointed, you know pointed to the lyric or pointed to the scripture or pointed to God. Specifically, we're trying to tell a story through a song. So that's when, that's like just another step in the process of understanding that any art, any creative art that is entertaining has got to be, has got to help people towards God or, or it was just, or it was just a thing that was cool and, you know, made us look good or whatever. You're right. And that's exactly how these four superpowers have to work together Mm. because entertainment without the information and the engagement and the inspiration is just, okay, that was a nice dance. Okay. It doesn't lead you closer to Christ. It doesn't leave you inspired with uh, something else. And so uh, we've written, I have a book. In fact, the book will be free for your listeners. Oh, wow. Okay. And we have a masterclass 
that helps people discover their superpower, uh, to learn how to engage, put all of these into your message, and then uh, take you to uh, improving your platform, finding other platforms, learning to podcast, whatever it may be. Yeah. But I, but, and that's great if that's for you, but I don't want to walk away without giving a, a real simple formula that can help start you today. And that's what's called the hook story, lesson, and ask. Each one of those things correlates with one of those superpowers. The hook Mm. is your engagement. And so the hook is when you're doing any kind of a message, telling people how you're going to help them. You meet them with a a need they already have in their heart, a, a problem that's circulating in their mind. You meet them where you're at. You engage with them. And you hook them by saying, this is what we're going to do today. This is what I want you to walk away with. Here's the message that you're going to hear today. As a worship leader, I would make music or or choose music and my uh whatever i say to the audience in correlation with whatever the the sermon may be that's what a lot of us will do right yeah so so my hook is here's what you're going to learn today here's what i want you to think about today yeah the lesson is that entertainment factor it's Mm -hmm. it's uh the or story rather is the entertainment yeah, entertainment factor. It's the I'm going to share a story with you. I'm going to, you know, you engage. It's it's bringing that lesson, which is the information, yep. uh, to life. It's like, oh, okay, that makes sense. I'm I'm illustrating it just as Jesus did, and this goes back to entertainment. Jesus felt that entertainment was important. He used a lot of parables. That's entertainment right there. It's bringing yep. it to life. So that's what the uh, l- the story is. The lesson is that information. It's the mm-hmm. aha moment. It's the yeah. aha uh-huh. that makes sense. And then the the ins- the inspiration is here's what I want you to do with it. Now that you know this, go out into the world and preach the gospel. Now that you know this, repent and be baptized. Now that you know this, that's the inspiration. So if you remember this, whatever you're doing in your ministry, hook, story, lesson, ask. If you write your sermon in that formula, if you Mm -hmm. uh, make sure that it's put within your worship, that's where you're going to have more retention and more uh, response from the audience. You'll feel that you, you can almost feel it's palpable. It's, mm-hmm. You start to really connect and it starts really making sense. That's super helpful. I think from, uh, certainly from a sermon perspective, but also from a whole service perspective. Like if you were just to look at the entire hour, hour and 15 yeah. along that arc and everything has, a, has its place in there, the songs or videos or message or creative or whatever it is you're going to do. That seems like it, that seems like it would be a good thing for a worship planning team to really dive into. Yeah. I mean, if you're giving a, a talk, if you're teaching Sunday school, mm-hmm. it gives you, it, it's almost like it's a safety net because, okay, what am I going to talk about? Well, here's my outline, hook, story, lesson, <laughs> yeah. ask, and just right? Put stuff in the, just drop stuff in the buckets and you got it. <laughs> Yes. And so, and it's helpful because I'm more of the entertainer. That's my, Mm -hmm. that's my communication superpower. My husband is more of an informer. He's fact figures, accountant, right? Uh, Those are great, 
But we do need to learn to infuse those other superpowers yeah. into our communication. And mm-hmm. there are ways to do it. Like in, in my book, in the masterclass, we have superpower training. <laughs> so you can kind of learn some of those things. And the difference that it makes when you're giving, not just in ministry, but when you're getting a job or giving a job interview, when you're talking with your children, when you have to give a presentation at work, it's amazing. And here they were, these these things have been sitting in the Bible right there, ready to empower us. Uh, and here it is now, and we can use them. This is incredibly helpful. This is so good, Michelle. I appreciate your um, your journey that you've been on as a as a leader, like doing all these various, you know, creative things uh, in your life to get to a point where you can help make it simple. Because this is really simple. And and I think there's a gift in taking complex things and making them simple. So uh, this has been super helpful. Will you give us some information about like uh, your book and um, sure, sure. and what's in it? And then also how we can, how the audience can get a copy. Sure. So this is the book. It's called Find Your Voice, Your Superpower and Passion Unleashed. Now it. it is available on my website, which is findyourvoice.fun. Dot fun. <laughs> Dot fun. We'll put that and in the show notes. It's available on Amazon too. There's a companion book. This the Find Your Voice book is faith adjacent. So it has mm-hmm. a lot of principles in there that are uh everything in there I try to make sure that it's biblically sound. Yeah. But uh it is written so that a secular audience can read and understand it. So I take it deeper with a devotional that's called Find Your Voice Devotional. So it, it's a companion to every chapter of the book. So Love you it. read the book, you can really learn how to harness your communication superpower, learn how your weaknesses, how God's strength is made perfect in your weaknesses, and how we don't shy away from our failures. We God uses those so that we can engage with others. We learn about superpowers and how to infuse the other superpowers into your communication style. Also what your kryptonite is. Because mm-hmm. we all have there we them, go. and how to yeah. overcome them, we all have Love them. It. So that's the book does that. The devotion kind of will take it to the spiritual level to really engage with what the scripture has to say about these superpowers. So both of those are available on Amazon. But mm-hmm. for your audience, we have uh, the Find Your Voice book is free. Uh, we we ask that you pay shipping, of course. Okay. But it, it's free for your audience. And then uh, we have the master class, which really takes it to the deeper level. Right. So we have worship leaders and pastors who take our class, uh, people who want to learn to take their message onto a podcast, um, which, by the way, yours is wonderful. You really naturally infuse all those superpowers into your podcast. It, that's why it's so, inter- people enjoy it. It's entertaining, engaging, informative, and inspirational. Awesome. Um, we help people who, uh, r- people who want to get interviewed. How do you interview? What do talk show hosts want to hear? So we have, uh, we do everything from even how to improve your voice. Mm-hmm. If you're standing in front of people and you have a voice like this, it <laughs> doesn't matter if it's not, whatever it is. Honestly, you have less effectiveness because people do not perceive you as authoritative. It's mm-hmm. weird, but so how do you improve? So we we do all of that in our master class. Um, we we make it really affordable because it's it's 
here as as training, equipping God's saints for the ministry that that we've been called to do. So we have all of that. That's awesome. So in the show notes, we're going to put your website on there, and from your I'm just on your website right now, looking at it. So we can get to. I love this free quiz, by the way. Discover your communication superpower. I can't wait to take that as soon as we're done. You guys ought to all go. So findyourvoice.fun and take the free quiz. It'll help you understand what your superpower is. So cool. And then... The book, I just want you to email me. And once you go to the website, you just email just the contact, whoever you contact from Find Your Voice, just say, hey... I heard you on Austin's podcast. I want to get the book. And we'll make sure that you can get the book for free. We'll just get your information and do it that way. That's so great. That's so great. Thank you for doing that, Michelle. Of course. I will be the first one, first one to to ask for it. So that's great. (laughs) I appreciate it. All right. Well, hey, uh, Michelle, thank you so much for your time and your expertise on this. I know this is going to help a ton of uh, leaders and speakers and uh, communicators and worship leaders who... uh, you know, who are going to listen to this. So God bless you. And we will be uh, looking forward to, to more things that you produce uh, through the years uh, that God's going to give you to help the church. So Gosh, thank you for having me and God bless you and, and everyone who's listening, you know, just keep up the good fight of faith. All right. Very good. All right. Well, thanks for listening to the uh, Worship Leader Essentials podcast. Uh, Go to the show notes for sure. And all this information about Michelle will be in there and you can get your free book and join her masterclass and uh, get any more free information off of her website that she has. So God bless you all. Uh, We'll see you back here in a couple of weeks. See you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Worship Leader Essentials podcast. We'll be back soon with another helpful episode. For more information and resources or to connect with us, please visit worshipcatalyst.com.